Not Quite Heaven, a radio movie in eight parts. Episode one, The Right Question. Written by Julian Darley, featuring Celine Rich as Sylvia Beach. Good morning, Sylvia. Morning! At last, some sunshine. Good morning. It is. Oh, if you're after the 10.13, you, you'll have to hurry. It's always late. But thank you, Mr. Goodwin. Good morning. Ah, Ototoma. Oh, good morning. Departing from Spindlethorpe, select destination. Please work. Oh, come on, quickly. Just hit it. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Dinosaur, have a lovely journey. Name? Colette. But it's in the name Sylvia Beach. Ah, yes. Table for four, madam. Parfait, merci. I love a table near the window. You get two views. Oh, my friend should be here shortly. Here are today's Beaumont Tea Salon specials. Bon appétit. Merci. Hugo Montserrat in another pension raid. All the latest financial scandals. Get your evening paper. Oh, yes, please. Here, love. Thanks. Can I help you, madame? Oh, it's all right. I'm just changing into my sitting shoes. Ah, there we go. Hmm, very nice. Malone Soulier's kitten heels. Fashion school? Yes, St. Martin's. Welcome to the Beaumont Tea Salon. Colette! Ah, Sylvia! You look adorable. How do you do it? Good jeans, of course. And good taste. You mean you chose a rich husband? I helped him to get rich. Well, I think we should start with a nice pot of English tea. And you're a fine one to talk. You chose a rich father and a rich husband. Bien sûr. They were not angels, but I miss them. I miss my Henry, too. At least you see your children. You have a grandson. But I never see him. Or my son. Where are they now? Dubai, I think. I worry about Justin. I think he's easily led astray. By women? Excuse me. No, by money. I'm not sure which is worse. A pot of Darjeeling tea, please. For two? Are Nancy and Margaret coming? They're always late. For four, please. We'll order food when the others arrive. Okay. Thank you. If you're lonely, you should buy a townhouse. Then we could all go to the theater together. You missed the ideal husband last night. I'm not lonely, really. I'm adjusting. 
But yes, I do love a good show. You could get something bijou in the West End. If I had a gold mine. Your husband was in oil. That's even better. He was in deals of all sorts, I think. I'll consider it. But actually, I'm awfully busy. You should be a managing director with all the societies and groups you run. Heaven forbid. I left business to Henry. I do it for fun. That's the good of your community, no? Yes, that too. Where are they? I suppose Nancy's Ferrari's broken down again. Oh, she enjoys the attention when it does. <laughs> A woman of her age. Our age, you mean? Given her driving, it's quicker and safer to walk. <laughs> Perhaps Margaret's too busy. What do you mean? She has a living maid and two gardeners. The only thing missing is a butler. Yoo-hoo! No see! You are heartless, Colette. Since Samuel died, Margaret's been engulfed in paperwork. No see! Mwah! Mwah! You look radiant, Cherie. Did you break down in Hampstead? Certainly not. You look gorgeous yourself. Sylvia, I love that prickly brooch. But don't let it spike my boobs. I've just had them redone. You are dreadful, Nancy. Isn't Margaret with you? No. I thought you knew. Is she ill? No, she says she's fine. Haven't you seen the news? I've got a paper. Respected hedge fund empire collapses. Following the sudden death of Sir Samuel Short, an investigation has found huge holes in the balance sheet at Short and Long's, one of the city's best-known financial management companies. SNL specialized in pension schemes that cover millions of workers in manufacturing and heavy industry. The fraud squad have been called in. I didn't think the UK had any manufacturing left. SNL is a TNC, darling. It's global. What is a TNC, Nancy? I have no idea about these things. Transnational Corporation. SNL had its fingers in tasty pension pies all around the world. You make them sound lurid and disreputable. Your husband wasn't like that, was he? You are naive. His bank's main shtick was money laundering. They're all up to something. I don't believe it. Look at this. Police have now opened a criminal investigation following the delayed autopsy of Sir Samuel, which showed traces of poison in his blood. This is horrid. Poor Margaret. Oh, God. She didn't tell me that. Maybe she did not know. We must help her. What can we do? Tea, ladies. Ah, uh, let the police investigate. And drink our tea. What's Margaret going to do? And could we have a plate of, ooh, banana muffins? No eggs or milk in them. Or butter. 
They will taste like leather. Is this another American health fad? I don't want to end up like my husband. Did he have breast implants too? <laughs> he had blocked arteries up the wazoo. Then, boom. I warned him. <sighs> Are you all right? Oh, I'll be fine. Oh, that's better. What are you doing? I have to go. What? You mean now? C'est pas vrai. Sylvia, don't interfere. Bye, you two. Bye. See you soon. a map of the underground? To the right of the escalators. Thank you. Central line. A light here for bank. Next stop, Liverpool Street. Mind the gap. Where's Bishopsgate, please? I'm looking for the Goldleaf Financial Building. See the gherkin over there? Yes! Walk toward the gherkin and Bishop's Gate is next on your left. Thank you! Can you tell me which floor Barrack and Harding is on? Oh, chill, will ya? There are 35 floors and I am searching. Ah, oh, yeah, uh, they've gone. Oh! Could you possibly tell me where? Oh, my days. Do I look like a red bus tour guide? Hmm? Please? Right, out the door, left, right down the steps, then right and along the alley. Here. Oh, thank you. Next. Gosh. This is going to be harder than I thought. Hello? Is this Barrack and Harding? Oh, how'd you get in? Through the door. The buzzer doesn't seem to work, and neither does the lock, so here I am. Oh, everything's broken. Internet don't work neither. I've uh, come to see Brian. Oh? Brian. Uh, Brian Harding? Oh, Mr. Harding. Yeah, he's left. When will he be back? Nah, he's gone. He don't work here no more. Oh, gosh. That was sudden. Was a bit. Did you have an appointment with him? Uh, no, not exactly. There's something I want to discuss. What about Mr. Barrick? I remember him from a while back. He came to one of our party meetings. Oh, yeah, he won't be going to no more parties, love. <laughs> yeah, he died last year. <gasps> Goodness! I am sorry. Well, 
who's running the business? Mr. Riggins. Mr. Higgins? Yeah, that's what I said. Is he in? Yeah, last time I looked he was. First floor, blue door by the loo. <laughs> All rhymes, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, I suppose it does. How amusing. Bond I beat, surfing at midnight, yeah, yeah, yeah. G'day. Um, good morning. Are you Mr. Higgins? Rupert Higgins. Yeah, that's me. Call me Rupe, though. I'm Mrs. Beach. Oh, Mrs. Beach. I was expecting you. Just not quite so soon. So I see. Towels in the wash. Yes, of course. I was just passing, so I thought I'd pop in. Why were you expecting me? I sent you a message. When? About ten minutes ago. A fax. I haven't got a fax machine. Oh, well, better luck you dropped in then. Anyway, come right in. Place is a bit of a shambles, I'm afraid. We've had to move out of yonder gleaming tower rather speedily. Oh, dear. May I ask why? Why? Oh, well, uh, the Johnny's bumped up the rent. Doubled it, just like that. You have to stand up to these blokes. I thought these blokes were your people. Big property owners, controllers of capital, financial masters of the universe. <laughs> you sound like a socialist. You're not, are you? Certainly not. I am the secretary of the local conservatives. Oh, glad to hear it. Now, let's get to the matter I was talking about. What matter? Do you want a cup of tea? I'd rather have a coffee if you've got it. Tracy, make us two coffees, will you, mate? Make them yourself. I'm busy. Oh, yeah. Coffee. Now, let's... I'll do it. Where's the coffee maker? It's in the gents. Well, the ladies in your case. It's a kettle, actually. Coffee maker got broken in the move. I'll just grab your details and we can get down to business. Are these the only two cups? Yep. Phew. I hope you like it black. Oh, yeah. Hot, strong and steamy. Mmm. Just like life back in Oz. Well, thanks for cleaning the cup, too. Tastes much better. Now, as you know, Justin is working on a deal with these Qatari blokes. This is about my son? Yeah. He said you knew all about it. All I hear from Justin is that it's hot. Dan is doing well at school, and his ex-wife is a rather, well, you know. Oh, yeah. I know, all right. Well, okay, I'll, I'll try to explain. Are you up on finance in the markets? No. I left that to Mr. Harding. Oh, this is all a bit worrying. No worries, Sylvia, no worries. It's all under control. Well, most of it anyway. The deal is amazing, incredible. Never seen anything like it. If I had a few quid to spare, I'd be into it myself. But I thought this company was doing very well. It was, it was brill. But we had a couple of hiccups. Just, you know, little bumps in the road. But with the fees we'll make on this deal, we'll be right as rain. Who's paying these fees? Oh, not you, and not Justin either. Nah, nah, the other lot are paying. You're acting for both parties? In whatever this extraordinary deal is? Yeah, happens all the time. The only problem is short-term liquidity. You know what liquidity means, right? You need some cash. 
No, no, I don't need it. The deal needs it. In other words, Justin needs some cash. No one will give it to him, and he thinks I will. Well, that's putting it a bit bluntly. I thought Australians like to be straightforward. You don't like to beat about the bush, even though you've got plenty of it. Plenty of what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. You're a quick study, Sylv. That's what my husband once said about his ex-business partner. Luckily, Henry got rid of him before he wrecked the company. Oh, I can see you're a bit of a tough Sheila. Is that a compliment too? Yeah, you bet. I like strong women. How much? Uh, what? How much money are you looking for? Oh, no, no, that's not the right question. The question is, who is in this deal? You need to meet the head honcho. Amazing bloke. He was the hottest bond trader in the city before he was 18. Made his first billion by 21. Ask him for the cash. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, Sylv. Look, there's a party at the weekend. I'm skipping my mate's new yacht, so I can't go to it. But he'll be there. Meet him. Talk to him. He'll explain it all, and you can see what you think. Who'll be where? Who is this financial maestro you want me to meet? Oh, yeah, of course. His name's Hugo Montserrat. What a name, huh? His family goes back to European kings all over the place. Montserrat? You do know him? Not exactly. I will tell you candidly, Mr Higgins, that I don't like the sound of all this. But, for the sake of my son, I will go. On one condition. Anything, yeah, of course. You prepare a complete list of all my holdings, investments, stocks, and pension fund. Blimey, that'll take a while. No list, no party. <laughs> you are a Sheila. No, I'm a Sylvia. Mrs. Beach, to you. May I borrow these papers? Oh, uh, well, it's all nerdy financial stuff, but, you know. I've got a computer and a working internet connection. I will figure it out, somehow. And now I have a date with my chaise long and a claret. Oh, lucky man. A chaise long is a kind of chair crossed with a sofa. Oh, you learn something new every day. One certainly does. Goodbye, Mr. Higgins. You'd better get busy. I'm on the case, Mrs. Beach. No worries at all. In episode one of Not Quite Heaven, The Right Question, the parts were played by Sylvia Beach, Celine Rich, train station attendant, George Onwara, Colette, tour bus guide and villager one, Zoe Badavinik, Nancy, Sherry Wishard, Tracy and the security receptionist, Sarah Golding, Rupert Higgins, Hamish Plagamars, other parts by Nigel Morgan, Raphael Darley, and Julian Darley. Original music composed by Aelin Apela, editing by Celine Rich and Julian Darley, Sound engineering by Joseph Mott. Produced by Mysterious Movies.